Hello and welcome to this episode of Irreligiosity 2.0, the one true podcast, and Matt, the only podcast that keeps threatening to review a movie but never actually does it. Oh, we're going to do it this time. We're going to do sure it. We're going to do it. I, well, you we know, might we, do it. We got a lot of skunk dicks ahead. and uh, Oh no, this, this time it's for real. You know, by the time we get done with the skunk dicks, I don't really feel like reviewing a movie anymore. Well, I, I've got... I've got a stock review. There's like a case. There's like a depression curve <laughs> of this podcast where you get just so either angry or depressed after the skunk dicks. You just can't go on. You can't go on. Uh, I thought that was an after effect of watching. Do you believe? Wow, I'm, that could I'm, be it. I'm angry and depressed about everything now. If uh, the cross motivates you to share your belief, what does the lack of cross do for you, Matt? Lack of cross. Um, what does the lack of cross in your life force you to do? Masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, that's just break. That's uh, all the time. Oh, um, it's nothing to do with the cross or lack thereof. Hey, speaking of crosses, I saw a pair of tights in a store today. They had like both crosses on it, like upside down and regular crosses. There's an upside down cross. You know how like they say upside down is like the satanic cross, but it's uh, not it's really. Right. Of course. Uh, but still, I was just thought it was funny because <laughs> I was in Al. What is it called? It's not Albertsons anymore. It's called like Fresh Market, some shit in Utah now. So they're selling satanic yoga pants now at Albertsons. Satanic yoga pants. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that is a uh, trend I can really get behind. I just thought it was funny because I saw it and I was like, yeah, cross pants. But I'm like, some Christian who doesn't know shit is going to come in and be like, you have satanic upside down cross yoga pants. <laughs> For sale in your store. You are discriminating against my religion. That's right. But then the Satanists came in. And they said, like, "Hey, sweet yoga pants," because <laughs> because that's what Satanists are wearing all the time. Finally, they're uh, addressing our demographic. Exactly. I should have bought them. Damn it! I could be Not wearing only them right them, now. But wore them. Wore them. Fly a plane in them. Well, under my dress pants. <laughs> of course. Uh, what skunk dicks do we have? Before we get to the detailed review of Do You Believe, the, the finale. Detail. Uh, what, detail. What skunk dick candidates do we have? We have week? Ben fucking Carson. Again, BFC. Matt, I, I may retire his jersey. I He's going to go up there with Beck and uh, I can't fucking take Pat Robertson. Talking about uh, <laughs> Ben Carson anyway. This man has a contempt for facts and reality. <laughs> Chuck, have some pity on the man. He didn't get into West Point, okay? <laughs> God damn it. He's, he must be crushed or something. Is that, is that why he stabbed somebody? Because he couldn't get into West Point? I think so. It's like, God damn it. Also, BFC, that's what, I didn't make that shit up. That's what his friends called him back in the day. BFC. BFC? He's like, yo, BFC. <laughs> ben fucking cousin. Jesus. He was like, what up, homie? Well, that's what he says his friends called him. Well, that's what he says, though. So. I, for one, believe Ben fucking Carson. Anyway. Because why ben, not? He's been so reliable in the past. Ben Carson. Ben fucking Carson. is um, He's intruding into my domain now, Chuck. Archaeology. Anthropology. Your domain, in a way. I, I believe the Egyptians are of some interest to you. Uh, yes. Didn't he say the... Uh... His theory. I like how these. Uh, God, and he's a scientist too. You know, he's a, he's a you know, brain surgeon, neurosurgeon. Uh, loosely, he uses the term theory. 
My theory is that my these theory. were... You know, I know what the scientists say. They say it was built as a monument to some king or some shit like that. But my theory, <laughs> my equally supported theory, <laughs> is that it, uh, it was used for grain storage. Because, as we all know, seven years is a long time. That's, that's a lot of grain you got to store that's up. That's a long time. So you got to store that shit. These granaries, uh, granaries, granaries, Gran- granaries, these granaries, granaries, the- <laughs> wouldn't just go away. <laughs> no, you know, no. and I'd like to point out, I'll stop you there, Ben Carson. I agree with you. <laughs> Those wouldn't have just gone away. They kind of didn't. <laughs> um. So, so uh, uh, clearly the pyramids are uh, the granaries that we know from uh, the story of Joseph and his Technicolor Dreamcoat. Well, Chuck, I remember when they found King Tut's tomb and they opened it up. First, they had to clear all that goddamn grain out of the way before they could get to the treasures. NBG, fucker. Nothing but grain. (laughs) They open it up. He's like, what do you see in there? Wonderful things. Fresh grain. Fresh grain. (laughs) Remember when Geraldo did that... uh, (laughs) The opening of Al Capone's vault. It's like the same thing. It was it's all grain. All grain. <laughs> <laughs> Leftover from Egypt. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I yeah. love it. Uh, someone pointed out that, you know, <clears throat> uh, we can read Egyptian now, Ben Carson. Yeah. We know what the fuck they're for. Also, the pyramids aren't hollow. This, it's mostly very fucking solid. Is- Fucking rock. If I were horrible storing grain, if I were to build a granary, what I'd do is I'd make it, you know, ninety-five percent rock, (laughs) and uh, make you know just leave a couple uh, passageways for grain. That's how that's how you store grain up. You got it's got to have a lot of space around it to keep it fresh. Exactly. (laughs) To hermetically seal that grain. Build the largest fucking stone structure in the world. Uh, to store seven years of grain. <laughs> uh, you probably use seven years of grain just building the fucking thing. Right. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Okay, okay Big Fucking Carson. pyramid grain holders are done. Where's the grain? <laughs> <laughs> we ate it all. We turned the rest into beer. This is the problem when you use uh, mythology as actual history. Wait, the pyramids are real, Chuck. <laughs> it's not mythology. <laughs> You start privileging. Oh, you talk about the Bible. Okay. Your stupid story, your stupid myth, uh, in favor of reality. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. Uh, I think it's an equally plausible theory. Oh yeah. It could it, flip teach a coin. the controversy. Flip a coin. They say. Could be a granary. Could be a monument. There's no way of knowing. God, I, I hope he stays in the race. Please stay in, in the race. In a, apologetics terms, Matt. You're not 100% certain there were monuments. How could you? You weren't there. Right. I wasn't there. Someone could have came along and graffitied the uh, hieroglyphics later. That's right. It's a cover-up. They just came along and said, I'm totally going to fuck with the future. I'm just going <laughs> to write all some know shit on here. <laughs> this is built by Joseph and uh, used to store grain, but I'm going to write a book of breathings and name the pharaoh. Though Joseph, the prime minister of Egypt? God. Hello, I'm the Prime Minister. He was, what was his uh, title? Was he Vizier? Vizier? Was uh, he like Jafar in, <laughs> what was that movie? Yeah. <laughs> Latin. I, think, I think he was like the number two man of all, because you know, when the story of Moses came along, it was the Pharaoh who knew not Joseph. So he started That's picking right. on the Hebrews again. 
Pharaohs are dumb as shit, man. So unless something um, absolutely mind-bogglingly stupid crops up in Ben Carson's mouth, I'm retiring his jersey. <laughs> retiring? No, come on. There's like another year before the before the election. Man, there's there's got to be so much more. Nearly everything he has said so far has been absolutely mind-bogglingly stupid. So I'm not sure that excludes anything. Yeah, he's gonna top it. He's gonna. I'm calling it right now. He's gonna top this shit. Come on, Ben. Yeah, I, I I wonder whether he's serious about this candidacy or whether he's just trying to uh, increase his brand amongst evangelicals. So for the <laughs> inevitable money making lecture circuit post candidacy, ah, uh, that's right. I mean, nothing else can explain the absolute stupidity of the shit he said. God, I got to get out on that circuit. That's some, that's some good money, some good shit. So what else we got? Uh, you know, um, I don't want to pick on the Republicans, but they're former and current. President, uh, what do you call them? Candidates? Sure, why not? Uh, they say some crazy shit. We'll use candidate for lack of a better <laughs> Former candidate and secret love of mine, Michelle Bachman. <laughs> and current crush. <laughs> and current crush. Oh, God. Me, Michelle Bachman, Sarah Palin, all together in a hot tub. and a Man, There's something s- strangely attractive about batshit crazy. That would be amazing. If you notice that Michelle Bachman, Sarah Palin, and Christine O'Donnell all have the same, like, crazy eyes. Crazy eyes. Beautiful eyes, Chuck. They stare right into the pits of your soul. <laughs> I think Michelle Bachman thinks the end times are nigh. I think that's how you pronounce it, right? The end times are nigh. <clears throat> well, you know, given... Sorry, I had to lose a lung there for a second. Given the tra- what the fuck are you always doing? So aren't you supposed to be in good shape? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I uh, it's it's think it's the people that I fly with. Man, I'm going to it. I'm going to recommend that you stop exercising. Yeah, <laughs> start eating less healthy foods. Become a fat bastard, such as myself. I'm glad you said that. The, I didn't want to. The bacteria like look or they get in my. System, they're like, oh god, no, thank you, no thanks. I'm, I am out of here. Look at that guy over there. I think I'll jump in him. <laughs> anyway, enough about my lungs. Let's go back to Michelle Bachman's brain. So, what is it called? End times? End of times? Yes, the apocalypse. The apocalypse. The pocalypse. The rapture. The rapture. The Armageddon. The Ragnarok? No, that's the... I don't know. Wrong, anyway. wrong mythos. Wrong mythos. Uh, she says that the need to convert followers, even amongst the Jews. Even the Jews, Chuck. No. They're going to take Please. the Jews. Stop picking on the Jews, Michelle. Haven't they suffered enough? We recognize the shortness of the hour. This is my Michelle Bachman impression. It's not bad. Yeah. And that's why we, as a remnant... Want to be faithful in these days. Do what it is that the Holy Spirit is speaking to each one of us to be faithful in the kingdom and to help bring in as many as we can, even among the Jews. Share Jesus Christ with everyone that we possibly can because, again, he's coming soon. Normally we wouldn't want the Jews because, as we all know, they killed Jesus Christ. But yeah. uh, it's getting pretty close to the end it's times. It's getting close. We got it. We need everybody. We... Isn't there like a limit, though, to how many people get raptured? I thought there was a limit. I don't know. It's open to interpretation, man. Like 144,000. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Michelle Bachman. It's it's not particularly skunk dicky, 
even for her. You but know, though, you can. It was amusing. You can take that out and put it in current presidential candidate Mike Huckabee's mouth without even blinking. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh god. You could put anything in his mouth. He wouldn't blink. Anything. Well, Matt. Uh, speaking of um, asshole skunk dicks. Ah yes. Uh, the Mormon Church. Uh, you know, I'm not sure who is working in their PR department nowadays, but um, it is it has no. come to light that the Mormon Church. Uh, wait, wait. I'm going to guess old white men. <laughs> <laughs> very old and very white. <laughs> They're not satisfied with ruling the church and the kingdom of God. They're infiltrating the PR department now. Yes. Well, get them the fuck out of there. <laughs> It's all they got over there. It is apparently their policy uh, to exclude children of same-sex couples from getting baptized, right? So, so first oh, of good. all, wait, wait, this is happy news, right? This, first of all, apparently they can't get blessed. So you know when you when you're Mormon and you have a kid, right? Like one of the first Sundays, you um, give the child a blessing, and you. Uh, give them their name right and so then you show it in front of all the congregation and everyone loves you and the baby yeah well you can't do that you know and my thought was of course you can't because if you <laughs> had a gay married couple they would already be excommunicated before right. they adopt a baby uh so they can't get blessed and they can't get baptized. so children of same-sex couples cannot get baptized until they're 18 and i agree with you matt i think although it's not good pr because uh why in the fuck are you excluding anyone from your church? I mean, your church is hemorrhaging membership, right? 50% of returned missionaries leave the church within five years. Those should be your strongest fucking recruits. Right? They just devoted two years of their fucking life serving the church. Uh, half of them go by the wayside Ooh. Uh, within five years. And uh, now with their, you know, anti-Proposition 8 you would think that they would kind of want to be as inclusive as possible, but no. Uh, no, no. Uh, if you are a child of a same-sex couple, not only are you, are you excluded from getting baptized until you're 18, but when you're 18, in order to get baptized, you have to disavow your parents' marital relations. Oh, my <laughs> and God. agree what? with the church that they're apostate sinners uh, who will go to hell. So. What a dick, dick move. Dick move, church. Jesus. I, for one, think this is a positive because, uh, you know, uh, doesn't church membership significantly decrease after 18, you're, you're, at least your church yeah. attendance? Like that's when you're done with high school, you're out of your parents' home, you're hopefully into college, and you're like, I can't waste fucking three hours oh on, my God, that was on like a the, fucking Sunday. It's like the first thing I did when I moved out. Too I did not boring. have to go to church anymore. Too goddamn boring. I can't. I can't do it. So if you haven't gotten hold of the, your hooks into them by 18, I don't think you have a chance in hell. So I think they should exclude children of all couples. Yeah, yes. they, they do, by the way, <laughs> Matt, until they're 18 and old enough to make them. They, um, they do exclude children very similarly from uh, polygamous couples. Oh, do they? You have to. Well, if, you, uh, if you want to join the church, you have to be, I believe, 18, and you have okay. to disavow your parents' marital relations. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and and God, agree with the church again cry babies. that you uh, that your parents are sinners, apostates, and will go to hell. So basically, they're like a kid throwing a tantrum, just like you know, you're apostates and your children can't come either. We don't Get want you. Of- we don't want your children, and we're not going to baptize your dog. <laughs>
In the words of somebody, fuck all y'all. In the words I'd love to... <laughs> of Mormon Jesus. <laughs> fuck the, your children. Who's the president now? I love to hear him say that. Thomas Monson. Fuck all y'all. I Get don't think he's uh, in control of his capacities enough. Although I'd love it if they put him up there and he's just totally out of his mind. Fuck all of you, brethren. Well, Chuck, this is just very consistent with church policies on marriage that are outside the Mormon pale. Yeah, right. Like you said, polygamy. Right. <laughs> Again. Although, although, as the uh, a historian on Mormonism admitted, that does not lessen the pain for friends and family. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess in this case, it just prevents pain altogether. I'm, I'm saying you'll get over it, kids. <laughs> get over it. And, and it gets better. In the words of Dan Savage, it gets better. It's already better if you can't become a member of the church. Yeah. It's already better. It's already better. Things are looking up. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I, oh, I think what happened was that somebody uh, gave the, the current handbook, uh, leaked the current handbook to uh, John DeLynn, who is uh, the podcaster who got excommunicated, right? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. uh, he... A straight into uh, questionable territory, and you you don't want to even if it's true again for the church, you don't want to republicize the truth. No, no, just good God, this all back again, and they have to defend it all over again. It's uh, true, but not useful. <laughs> so he got excommunicated. Funny, someone gave him that, and I guess he had a podcast on it or something, uh, and it's just kind of blown up. But yeah, you know, uh, just like Jesus. Um, I believe the Jesus said, uh, <clears throat> get those fucking children away from me. That's a quote. That's a direct quote. Yes. That's it. Matthew. I would rather have a millstone tied around my neck and thrown into the ocean than have one of those fucking children come next to me. Ew. I'm pretty sure that's right directly out of the Bible. A lot of people think Jesus wept as the shortest sentence in the Bible, but it's not. It's ew. <laughs> Period. Ew. <laughs> Chill. Children, two two separate things. There's yeah, a period I, between. Again, I'm not sure who's uh, running the PR department, but that's that's not going to be a positive spin. It always looks good when you say, "Keep your goddamn children away from me." It <laughs> always looks good. Never can go wrong with telling the kids to fuck off. We don't like the gays, and uh, fuck their innocent children as well. That's how much we don't like these gays. Oh. A little little splash damage on the part of the Mormon church. Well, uh, I'm sure they'll come out with something else to occupy our attention. That policy soon. that policy may change fairly soon. It depends on yeah. how much bad PR they get. Yeah, it'll just be, well, oh, wait, well what we meant was, <laughs> you see? Ah, <laughs> uh, what else we got? Oh, it's the war on Christmas. It starting, has begun. It's starting earlier and earlier <laughs> every fucking year. Thank God. I have been waiting to start my war on Christmas. That's the only time I bear arms. Oh, God. <laughs> I love going around when people say Merry Christmas to me. I go, fuck you. Happy holidays. <laughs> and, and then I turn around and walk off. And they're just standing and they're just like, holy shit. Did you hear that guy? He said it. I look at him straight in the eye and say, I'm gay. Now <laughs> walk off. Can I get your phone number? No, <laughs> um, oh, Christians are angry again because Starbucks holiday cup is just red, and that's it. 
Oh, did, did it used to say Merry Christmas? I don't know. Sometimes it has like snowflakes on it or some shit that kind of looks, makes it look Christmassy. But now it's just red, which is only the color of Satan. Yeah, I guess. Or if you look harsh. really close, Matt, there are horns and hoofs. On what? On the Starbucks lady? Yeah. The, 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 yep. Oh, that, you know See? what? Horns. This, totally. Horns. Totally. Oh, God. Satan. Oh. I'm just saying. That's what's. That's with Starbucks. It's an anagram for Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure. You don't need to check that out. <laughs> right. Just accept the truth. It may be Christians or it may just have been Josh Feuerstein. Firestein? First. Um, you know that you know that one dickhead guy. Paunchy fucking fat backwards face dick. baseball cap guy. Yeah. yeah. Gives his children guns. I mean you know, on his lap. There because, you go. you know, Jesus and AR-47. The fuck did I even say that right? AR-40. Oh, God. This is embarrassing. It's like a AK-15. <laughs> Wasn't that? What was the one where Jesus is going to come back with a fucking AR-15, motherfucker? It's the right. gun of Jesus and America. Excellent. So this year, the cups are just red. They're just red. There's no snowflakes, no reindeer. God, that's pretty generic, isn't it? Snowflakes, reindeer, white doves, and orange. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just some generic holiday. What do you, it's just advertising. It's just what they do this time of year. It's really and then it, fairly pagan, actually. Yeah. I mean, fuck. In the Halloween, they put out pumpkin spice lattes. And then in winter, they put out gingerbread spice lattes. And- yeah. What are the cups for Halloween? <laughs> are they just orange, plain orange cups? Fuck yeah. you. Jesus Christ. It's Halloween, motherfuckers. Say it. Say it. Happy Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Because they hate Halloween. They hate Satan. What a bunch of dicks. Starbucks. So, uh, uh, so this, this idiot pastor, Josh, what, what's his face? Foyer, Freyer, Stein. I refuse to pronounce his name correctly. I shall pronounce it kitty cat. (laughs) I don't, I don't know. Pure Stein. Fjodor Stein, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Douche nozzle. Oh, I think he's just really... Uh, it's like the same thing with Donald Trump with all the crazy shit he said. He's just like self-advertising, you know? I'll say some crazy shit, I'll get on the news, and then people will watch my YouTube channel. Yeah, which which I film uh, <clears throat> on the same goddamn camera I filmed it on before the $20,000 crowdfunded yeah. raising thing for a new camera. God. If you can, and you absolutely have to link to one of his videos, I think if you go through like do not link.com. Yes. I can't remember how, I don't know how it works. It's magic, essentially. I'm pretty sure. But it doesn't like tally up as a hit or something. Did I describe that correctly? Probably not. Perfect. Doesn't matter. Uh, doesn't matter. I'll edit it out anyway. <laughs> no one listens to me anyway. I can say anything <laughs> I want. We're just, I'm masturbating right now. We're <laughs> just biding our time until we get to the good shit. <laughs> Oh, uh, why don't we have a YouTube channel? Jesus. Because I, uh, I, I unfortunately have a big fat face, a goatee, and I wear a baseball cap backwards. <laughs> I thought you, I'm a total I thought you were going to say the more correct answer, which is nobody would watch it. No. <laughs> oh, no, Matt. And then people, the pennies would come rolling in. People would watch. Have you seen our Patreon lately? It's fucking blowing up. Oh, is it? Sweet. I can finally quit this stupid flying job. <laughs> something biding my time. <laughs> Just pay the bills. That's enough skunk dicks. What you got a machine over there? 
Uh, Wind yeah. up the machine. All feed right, the hamster. Let's, let's feed this shit. I can't. I can't talk about Josh Freud or Steen anymore. No, not none. Nothing at all. even vote what the hell what does this podcast come to oh, when we hold on don't even fucking care enough to vote anymore back up back up the machine oh, okay so so who do you think is gonna be a skunk dick chuck <laughs> uh i'm having a little trouble remembering our skunk dick candidates uh i'm gonna go with the last one because i can't remember you it was starbucks christine o'donnell um, my yes. candidate is Christine O'Donnell. All right, now let's put it into Wait, the machine. Starbucks? Starbucks wasn't even the skunk dick on that one. Are you sure? That's all I remember. I'm pretty sure it was Josh Feverstein. Joshua Feverstein? For Mummerstein? Freisenstein. That's who I vote for. <laughs> all right, now we can now we can go ahead. All right, now I'll start the machine. You know, this is pretty surprising. Uh, the oh. actual skunk dick winner was not one of the candidates. What? I don't know. That doesn't happened. seem possible. Impossible, I say. Uh, I don't know how that happens. Uh, actually, the skunk dick was the uh, Freedom 2015 conference. Freedom? Yeah. How so, can you hate freedom, Chuck? So, you can't hate freedom! Do you, do you remember <laughs> Mike Huckabee saying that, you know, Christianity is being criminalized? Oh, yeah. In America. This is nothing less than the criminalization of Christianity. So can anyone doubt that's true? I cannot doubt it. So a bunch of evangelicals um, gathered to fight against the persecution of Christians in America, uh, which is rampant, Matt. Oh, yeah. Rampant. Disgusting, really. It's horrible. We should be ashamed of ourselves. Uh, (laughs) I don't think I've ever even read about worse persecution than what the Christians in this country face in 2015. And sometime in the future, we'll look back upon this time and we will weep and bow our heads. I mean, it was... Say, my God, what have I done? We've come to the point where it's controversial to discriminate against gay people. That was a fundamental Christian right up until 2015. No, can't do it. Or else people like say shit. Like, hey, that's not very nice. Now, Matt, not only did some Republican uh, presidential candidates attend the conference, but three of them spoke at the conference. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to give you one guess. Let me let me guess. Um, I have no guesses. But <laughs> you know Mike Huckabee spoke. Of course he did. You of course know Mike Huckabee. Ted Cruz spoke. Yeah, Ted Cruz. Now, the third one, could it be Rubio? Yeah, I think he's yeah. too mainstream. Yeah, he's getting there. If if I had to guess, it probably would be Bobby Jindal, just because he's given so many stupid ass. Although Ben Carson, I, I might have thought about Ben Carson. Too. I could see Ben Carson, but he's getting too up in the polls, really. I think to lower That's himself true. too. That's much. true. That's true. Um, yeah. So Ted Cruz, Bobby Jindal, and, and Mike Huckabee. Exorcist spoke. Bobby Jindal. Sorry, that's his full title. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he needs to exercise the stupidity demon out of Ben Carson. Yeah. <laughs> Make yourself useful. Bobby General, if you want any ch- you have no chance. But really, if you want any chance, you got to exercise yourself right the fuck out of this conference. <laughs> <laughs> Way too late for that. But uh, So, um, Pastor Kevin Swanson, um, who's... Uh, Some dipshit. Not, not happy with... Not happy with... I'm going to spoiler this to not happy with gays. Oh, he doesn't like... Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, he said at the conference, he likes Uganda though. Lovely. <laughs> oh yeah, the tolerant <laughs> Ugandan uh, gay policy. Ugandan there are instances in which both the Old and New Testament speak to the matter with unbelievable clarity. Matt, I, when I read these passages, I could not believe the clarity. Oh yeah, with which they spoke. It's so clear. It's so clear. Clar- clarity. So the clarity is so clear. There's not to be any debate about it. You know what that sin is? It's Damn the it. sin of homosexuality. Oh, okay. In fact, in Romans 1, Paul affirms that this particular sin is worthy of death. The Old and the New Testament, I believe, both speak with authority, and we ought to receive it. What the fuck, Swanson? There's three presidential candidates at your conference. Fortunately, all three of them stood up and said, I repudiate this doctrine yes. of death for homosexuals. Right. They all stood up. Good for them. Good for... Wait, did they? Yeah, they all kind of silently stood by. Yeah. You don't want to upset your uh, potential electorate, Matt, by standing up for not killing someone. Right. You know, it's not like from Swanson, we expected anything less than this. If you know this guy, he's got a history of this shit. Or Ted Cruz. Or Ted Cruz. (laughs) Or really Huckabee. God damn it, Bobby General. You I really, had high hopes for you. Really disappointed me. I, seriously, I thought you were better than this. Oh, God, he must be reaching. I mean, seriously, what is he doing there? What is he doing running for president? Jesus He's Christ. Really, really desperate. Even Ted Cruz. Like, I swear, this is all just, I think you're right. This is all just about getting on that that speaking money. Just being able to go around the country and deliver speeches and get Fuck. Who pays for this shit? Here's here's how clear Romans 1 is. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Since what may be known about God is plain to them, because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. How about that? Kill the gays. That's all I heard. That's all I heard. Uh, also, no excuses. <laughs> uh, yeah. Paul Paul makes an argument from design there, which uh, I'm sorry. That, that doesn't really work for reasons we have already gone over in this podcast. No. But uh, uh, how about this one, Matt? Therefore, God gave them over in their sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served created things rather than the creator who is forever praised. Amen. But he's not done. He amened too early. That's a premature amen. (laughs) He preemptively amened when he should (laughs) have. Ahem. Can I get a goddamn amen? He just gave it to himself. <laughs> because of this, God gave them over to shameful lusts. Even their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural what? ones. In the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Oh. Men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. Oh. Now, Matt, if they received in themselves the due penalty for their error... Yeah. And still went on living. I don't think the penalty is death. Is death. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's go back to those degrading acts. Can we get that? In a, <laughs> we got a little detail? more. <laughs> a little more information on this. Perhaps some Paul. pictures. Paul. Paul seems very acutely interested in these unnatural sexual oh, yeah. acts. 
Did we get any tablets out of this with maybe some carvings? I don't know about you, but that was unbelievable. I am incredulous at the clarity. Well, yeah, the clarity, of course. Paul spoke. (laughs) Unbelievable clarity. Oh, God. Uh, Swanson wasn't finished, though, Matt. He declared Oh, God, he went on more? If his son ever had a same-sex marriage, he would sit in cow manure outside the church and spread it all over his body. What? Why would he do that? Would he Uh, just do that? Or is that what he's forced to do? I'm not kidding. I'm not laughing. I'm grieving. I'm mourning. I'm pointing out the problem with this country. Maybe the audience was laughing at him at that point. I don't know. That's what they used to do, though, didn't they? You know, sit in a pile of shit and kind of rend their clothes and weep and wail and apparently rub it all over themselves. Uh, That's probably some sort of fetish as well. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. I mean, German, maybe. Some sort of hot Carl fetish. Mm. Mm. Oh, hot Carl. Yeah. Rusty trombone? No. So, yeah. So, you know, did Cruz, Jindal, or Huckabee say anything to repudiate this? Anything at all? Yes, they stood up and walked out. We're we're still waiting. I'm sure it's coming. No. I'm sure. That's just regular Sunday church for them. It's just another Sunday. Ah, yeah. Death to the gays. Okay, I gotta go. (laughs) Got speeches. So, So what else is new? Standard stuff, really. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they yawned. Oh, death to the yeah. gays. <sighs> oh, my God. But Christianity is being criminalized. It is. Let's get to the important stuff. Yeah. No, no. That's, there's a movie. It's true. <laughs> it's, it's all true. <laughs> all right. Can we finally get to the review of uh, the Do review. You Believe Part 3? It really sucked. So long, everybody. <laughs> You know what? Fuck it. Let's give him a review. Let's do the review. All right. All right. All right. If they don't get it from us, they'll have to watch it themselves to find out what happens. Oh, man. No one wants that. (laughs) No. You know how this show used to be? uh, We read the Bibles. You don't have to. Yeah. Well, we watched this movie, so you don't have to. And oh yeah, that's oh my true. God. It was really hard, Matt. I'm not gonna lie. This was uh, the single worst movie I have ever seen in my life. Oh yeah, worse, worse than Dumb and Dumber Two. Slightly, it edged it out slightly. That was the first movie in a long time that I just gave up on. I just I watched part of it, and I was like, oh, oh I, no, I'm I'm wasting my life. <laughs> I would have given up on this one if I didn't have to watch the fucking whole thing. That's why. That's why we're doing our, this review. If if everybody else has to sit through this review because we sat through that movie. Yeah. Although I suppose they could turn it off. Let's just power through it, Matt. Uh, Seriously. Uh, where we, were we? We're, we're we're delaying right now. We're delaying getting to it. Oh God! Just keep talking about so how bad miserable. it is. So miserable. So <laughs> miserable. Uh, all right. Yeah, oh, that's right. I've got cancer. <coughs> that's right. Now, now you'll recall 
uh, one of the um, street thugs uh, had recovered. Was it criminal? No, it was criminal's brother. I'm not sure what. Oh, uh, you know what criminal's brother was named? Um, uh, misdemeanor. No, Percy. Uh, Percy. <laughs> Percy. That sounds like a fucking villain in Revenge of the Nerds. Percy. Percy. If someone named me Percy, I probably would be a street thug too. I'll give that to him. Yeah, I'd rename myself. Uh, so he man. He brings the, now. Remember, he spent the night reading like the fucking entire Bible, and so yeah. uh, he brings a bag of money, literally like a gym bag stuffed with money, uh, to give to the church. And Pastor Matt, like every other pastor, turns the money down. Oh yeah, <laughs> bullshit! Right there, I was like bullshit. I call bullshit. <laughs> that was the most unbelievable event in the entire movie, and I'm including the resurrection at the end. Doesn't he? He doesn't, like, turn it down. Doesn't he just get it? I thought he just gets it. Well, like he's, he's, he's initially, I guess I should say, he initially turns it down. Oh. And then, and then I think the guy says, now, can't you do some good with this? And then he goes, well, okay, I guess I'll just, like, give it to charity or something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, he wouldn't go out and buy a fucking Porsche. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Pass the Porsche. Oh. <sighs> Um, unfortunately, one of Criminal's crew, Matt, that's crew, uh, spelled with a K. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sees the dude that's, leaving the church. That, and that, that, uh, acronym is getting pretty close to something else. <laughs> Sees the dude. Criminal's corner crew. You know, <laughs> hey, I got a great logo for us. Sees the dude leaving the church and he immediately rats him out to Criminal himself. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. I bet Criminal wants his money back. Criminal may take steps to get his money back. That is a possibility. Uh, now we go back. We go back to the paramedic, uh, so his wife can nag him again and tempt him into sin. Perhaps though, if I brought this audio clip, if you listen to the audio clip, I'm guessing she's trying to get her name in the Oscar running. I'm gonna ask this one last time. Please don't do this, Bobby. I don't have a choice. What do you mean you don't have a choice? You're making one. You've been making a lot of choices lately. What does that mean? Bobby, you started going to church without even asking me how I felt about we it. We talked about that. We talked about it, but you decided that. You did it on your own. You risk your life every day for strangers, Bobby. What about us? What about me, Bobby? You're about to throw everything away, but hey, you have no choice, right? I am trying to do the right thing. At here. least think about the kids. Will you do that? Just think about the kids. I am thinking about the boys and how I want them to behave when they become men. Well, it looks like you've made up your mind. I hope it all works out, Bobby. That was the piano music that underscored the whole frickin' movie that I almost killed myself out of depression for the same time. Yeah, it's just like the rain, right? Whenever the piano music comes on, you're supposed to be feeling sad or dramatic right. or something like that. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I keep thinking that this paramedic's wife is making a lot of sense. But I'm yeah. sure that viewed through the Christian lenses, she's just, you know, she's Satan. Oh, yeah, she's the bad one. Well, she's the woman. And uh, every pretty much every woman is a problem in this show. 
that a man has to take care of. Completely. Uh, Now, next we find out why the Marine wants to kill himself, right? Now, uh, an RPG uh, took out a helicopter. Now, that's RPG. That's rocket-propelled grenade, Matt, not role-playing game. Oh, oh. This RPG took out a helicopter, sent Chuck, to rescue Chuck, him. I play, like, Call of Duty and shit. I know what RPG is. <laughs> <laughs> sent to rescue him, and he uh, let the pilot, who was a big old Korean guy named Sam, uh, die or something. Ooh. I, I, yeah, did you... Did, uh, it's hard. I had to, like, listen Ooh. to it again because I kept tuning out. Nah, he's just scared or something? I don't know. So, uh... Let's find out. I'll, yeah, I'll play it for you now. One morning where... Near this place called Shabesha, about 11,000 feet up on this mountainside, about to get overrun. And out of nowhere, this chopper just comes down the valley, shank on blazing. And they're there to get us out of there. It turned out the pilot was actually a really good buddy of mine, Sam, and this big old Korean guy, <laughs> always smiling. Always smiling, man. Even then, and was just side of the perimeter. An RPG found him, took him down. Co-pilot, crew chief, they're both gone right away. But Sam, he was stuck up in the cockpit. I wanted to save him. I mean, he came to save me. But I was too scared. And he died. And now I just see it over and over and over. So, uh... You know, I'm glad Sam's dead. I hate those people. Always happy, oh always smiling. God, seriously. Like, you Do you know, have any emotions? He's like flying the helicopter, chain guns going, and he's got a big fat fucking smile on his face. I, uh, I don't get it. Yeah, sounds a little psycho, you know? <laughs> uh, I, I don't get... So the, the rescue chopper got shot down. So yeah, yeah, they get hit by an RPG. They go down. Uh, the other two guys die, but he's like trapped. I'm guessing uh, he's trapped. Gotcha. It's on fire. And he was a total... Ca- he should kill himself. Well, yeah, he just let this guy... He just let his buddy die. In hang fire. on a sec. How did he get out? I mean, the rescue chopper was sent to them to get them out, right? So, did they need da, da, the chopper da, 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 or not? Da, 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 that's not... I don't think about that. <laughs> that's not part of the story. I don't understand how he survived. Jack, you're, you're ruining his Oscar moment. So. <laughs> All right, so, uh, now... We change scenes to the coughing guy who goes back to the hospital with a temperature of 104 degrees. We find out he's he's 104. Got, he's got the cancer, man. He's got oh. the cancer. That's why he's been coughing. He's had like T cell lymphoma or something like that. Which, Is that what cancer does? Gives you, you know, the coughs? It, any type of cancer, you just it's manifested by a, a small cough, <laughs> an occasional, infrequent, mild cough. Oh my God! I just found a new thing to be worried about all the time. <laughs> Oh, God, is, is oh, it cancer? Cancer. Cancer, isn't it? Uh, we find out that he, like, he's, who's your oncologist? And he said, uh, you know, Dr. So-and-so. Jesus. From the state oh. prison system. Wow. Oh. And the uncompassionate atheist hobbit doctor uh, lectures him on spending the night outside, right? He's like, well, you only had, you're on compassionate leave, right? Well, yeah, I'm on compassionate release. Well, you just, you know, shorten your life. 
from a couple months down to maybe two weeks if you're lucky. Nice job, asshole. <laughs> you dumb shit. What was he in prison for? Do we ever find that out? No, it's probably no. probably child molestation, you know. Yeah. He's so he's a, a Christian. Felon. He's a Christian. He's so. A, yeah, so there's a good chance. Of yeah, that's my guess. That's that's the highest uh, in the office pool, anyway. <laughs> uh, now we go back to the pastor uh, who's on the phone uh, talking about, you know, the girl's about to give birth. And Criminal, you remember this guy? Criminal, oh, yeah. Uh, appears and points a gun at him. Uh, and he okay. says, bitch, better have my money. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's a, it's a Rihanna song. <laughs> uh, Matt, the second most believable thing occurs. He still has the money. He hasn't spent it yet. Come on. Okay. Bullshit. It's still in his bag. and Not a single dollar has been sent. He went out and spent it on crosses. I'm <laughs> I, need more, I need more small crosses for the pews. I'm having a really hard time suspending my disbelief at this moment. Uh, so the guns point at him, and once again, the pastor is not afraid to die. So you believe in Jesus? I do. Then you believe that when I pull this trigger, you're going to see him. I do. I believe we all will. Sooner or later. We're all going to see Jesus when you pull that trigger? Oh, soon. Okay. Why Why doesn't he want the trigger to be pulled? I mean, come on. Yeah, pull it. I, I'd like to see Jesus. Send me to heaven. Let's get going. Uh, all right, so back to the courtroom. Now this beleaguered uh, Christian paramedic is waiting outside in a what I believe is a, a complete breach of legal ethics. The prosecuting attorney walks by and engages him in conversation. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Let's talk about your case out here. <laughs> I mean, shouldn't you have the uh, defense attorney president? I mean, isn't that, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, man. I'm, I'm sure the Pure Flix folks have done right. all the research on this. Yeah, yeah. No, no, this stuff, this is real. This is how things happen. I'm convinced after watching this scene, Matt, that uh, Lawyer Lady is in the running for worst actor in this whole movie. Really? And here's why. Bobby Wilson, right? Yes, may I help you? Might not want to. I'm the attorney for Lauren Carson, the widow of Ron Carson. Can I ask you a question? Anything I can do to stop you? In a few minutes, you're gonna go in there. The union, the department, the city, and the county are gonna look to hang you. And you're gonna let them do it. It's about the size of it. And after that, I'm gonna take you for everything you own. And you're still gonna go through with it. Yes. Why? I was once asked if you were ever accused of being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to convict you? I don't know, maybe. But if what I did has suddenly become a crime, then I'm proud to plead guilty. Uh, well, there you go, Matt. I, uh, I believe okay. he's going to be convicted of being a Christian. So he's just doing this so he has evidence that he is a Christian. <laughs> he like when he meets Jesus, he'd be like, read back the court transcript, please. See? See? Guilty. I'm a Christian. Oh, I, what I like here, too, is that they speed past anything that might be remotely interesting, like the testimony and, and the issuing of the verdict, you know. Right. Uh, well, they already did that movie, Chuck. They already did right. the Jesus on trial. And stuff. 
in an actual courtroom setting. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, I would I would have loved to see like her prosecuting, like her, you know, asking a bunch of questions, and then there's a redirect to cross examination. But no, they they just kind of seen, and then the next one is she's like picking up her stuff, you know, cl- clamping her briefcase because that's what all attorneys yeah. do. Yeah, click click. But there you go. Case closed. And she goes, <laughs> "Told you." <ya." laughs> <laughs> he's just defeated. So clearly um, he's be, he has been convicted of being a Christian. Yes. So really, he won by losing. <laughs> In the long run. Yeah. Uh, so Mira Sorvino visits Coughing Joe in the hospital, and he tells her Jesus loves her. <laughs> but he wants to see Lily one last time. Oh, God. You remember that last episode we recorded when I had cancer? Yeah. That's gone. Uh, yeah. yeah oh, that's, it's, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. Uh, oh, no. We're jumping ahead. <laughs> uh, our suicidal marine guy breaks up with the suicidal girl because he's quote too broken or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm broken. Yeah, I'm not sure. I wasn't really. And she's like, that. I'm pregnant, and he's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know, you just meet someone who maybe can help you come out of this depression. Because uh, it seems like she's got some similar issues going on, maybe help me. To, uh, no, you just break. Uh, I'm I'm too broken. Sorry. I can't imagine. Well, maybe it maybe it works. Two depressive, two depressed people getting together. Maybe they'll just end up as codependent, and you know, right? <laughs> some sort of suicide pact. And right. They'll hold hands, jumping off the. Oh shit, man! We're back to criminal. Who's oh, uh, no. he's tossing around his younger brother because he's tracked him down, and so he's like throwing him around, and of course. Like any non-Christian who isn't familiar with Christianity, calls him the prodigal son. Oh no! Right? Doesn't don't you say that in your regular conversation? I'm more like that. Every time I see someone, I say, "Ah, the prodigal son returned." <laughs> Every time. Well, look who it is. Prodigal son returned. What's up, big bro? You got my money? I don't. Trick question, BB. I went and got it myself. What about Pastor Matt? Did you touch him? Too late to know now if I did. But nah, he's still vertical. What's the matter with you, PB? After everything we've been through, all that I've done for you, live together, die together. And now you're gonna go steal from me in front of everyone. Man, it's not like that. Then what is it? You found Jesus? And what, suddenly you think you better than all this? Man, I see things differently now than I saw before, and I'm trying to share that with you. Oh. Don't you get it? Okay, so you try and save me. We all need to be saved. And your Jesus is going to do that? He died for us all so that we could be saved, yeah. Yeah? Well, I wouldn't die for him. Why'd you come back here? You know what I got to do. Or what? You just thought I was going to forgive you? I'm already forgiven. But just not by you, okay? See, you want to forgive me so we can go back do what we did. But Jesus forgave me so we ain't got to. And neither do you, man. That's what I'm trying to tell you. We don't have to be who we were. Shut up about Jesus, PB. I can't. And I won't. He loves you, Kashawn. <laughs> I think he murdered him at the end. <laughs> but you shut up about Jesus, for God's sake. Please, everyone in the Please. audience is saying that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Listen to Criminal. And then he doesn't. He just keeps talking about Jesus. Uh, you know, I respect your beliefs. You know, believe whatever you want. But goddamn, 
Shut the fuck up. Shut up about Shut it. Shut up. Keep it in church, man. I don't have to constantly hear about it. Oh, my God. I don't beleaguer you with stories of the great Picard all the time, <laughs> you know, or Doctor Who. Is exactly the same annoying factor. <laughs> the Picard has saved me, Chuck. Now, Matt, at this point, a white criminal breaks in, and that's with a C, because he's white, yo. Oh, um, I'm, I'm going to say he's, he's in trouble. A white criminal points a gun at a criminal with a K. This is so confusing. But the younger brother uses his newfound Christianity, Matt, that's Christianity with a K. Oh. <laughs> to jump in front of the bullets and save his criminal brother's life. We also find out that the older brother is named Keyshawn, but the younger brother's named Percy. That's why he's Percy. criminal with a K. The K stands for Keyshawn. Okay. Oh. That makes yeah, sense. Then. I gotcha. Because Percy was criminal with a P. <laughs> P is silent, like pneumatic. Like his name was PB or something like that. <laughs> so maybe it's Percy Bouchard or something. I don't know. <laughs> Beauregard. It's Percy Beauregard. Beauregard. Uh, now uh, we cut to Pastor Ted, who's driving their pregnant lady to the hospital because she's giving birth, right? Uh, but alongside the street, criminal is running away from the other criminal who's chasing him with a gun. The attorney girl is driving home. Colonel Steve Austin is driving his wife and Lily what? to the hospital. Is it raining yet? And guess what? It's raining. <laughs> it begins to rain. They're all coming together. What about Suicide Guy and Suicide Girl? Well, first, the uh, criminal with the K gets shot in the middle of the road. Now somebody swerves, and uh, he takes out the other criminal <laughs> with, a, with a C. So that guy, no chance of salvation. <laughs> no, he's toast. God did not want him. He made sure he died right away. The attorney woman is texting, of course, because, you know, she's an atheist. Oh, so yeah. She's texting and driving. She uh, smashes into the car who hit the white criminal. That pushes him in front of Pastor Ted, who then, of course, T-bones him because Pastor Ted, maybe he was texting too, I don't know. Uh, no antilock breaks. He's got Pastor break. Ted himself is rear-ended, which is something I'm sure he's used to. The bionic <laughs> man, with his machine-like reflexes, though, avoids a collision. Did you notice that? Yeah, but it's an old CPU. It managed the job, basically. <laughs> It's like 4K I, of memory. I swear to God, I heard that bionic sound effect when he was turning the steering wheel. <laughs> now, he avoided a collision until someone rear-ends him and oh. pushes his car halfway out the bridge's railing. So he's teetering yeah. above the river below. I want to point out that this is Chicago, and that river's only like about 20 feet down. <laughs> <laughs> You'll probably be okay. But it's dark and it's raining, so. Oh, yeah. It could be like an infinite black hole underneath them. Yeah. Now, Matt, the Marine, who has hitched a ride out of town after breaking up with his girlfriend because he's broken, pulls up, and now it's time for some protagonist redemption. Ah, this is not yes. cliche at all, Matt. Redemption time. Because he was too scared to save Sam. someone before. Sam, he has a name, Chuck. <laughs> he's got a name. The big, dopey, smiling Korean dude, but he's going to prove himself now. So the paramedic who just got his ass cornholed in court Pulls up just as the attorney girl's car uh, starts on fire. Now, what is a Christian to do? <laughs> Let her die. This is, is he, God's plan. It's all God's plan. Is he going to save her? He does. Oh. 
Spoiler. He saves her. Meanwhile, Pastor Ted, who I guess his name is Mas- Pastor Matt. He's Pastor Matt. Oh my God! No, this cannot. He no. is delivering a baby. No. He's delivering a baby because he's a trained pastor. Wait, I think that's second. part of your oh, that training. Is, that is one of the duties of a pastor. Um, also, they give you a ride to the airport. They take yeah. pick you up. <laughs> they take you to the hospital if you need it. They do. They do everything. They're like when the missionaries come by your house. You can yeah. do anything. Uh, Matt, unfortunately, there's too much blood coming out of the sinner who had premarital sex. So, uh, the baby's delivered successfully, and apparently without any hint of any umbilical cord. You know, usually, <laughs> you clamp, spread the thing, you know, and, and get the blood out and, and cut in the middle of it. But there's no hint, there's no umbilical cord, there's no placenta, nothing. That baby just comes out like he's a three-month-old baby. It's impressive. It, that just snaps off, right? Like, <laughs> snap. Exactly. You twist it off. That's why belly buttons look like that. That's okay. Because uh, God has a plan, Matt. Of course. Maggie. You've lost a lot of blood. Remember how you said you wanted to be there? When your child was born? I think you just were. Oh, see that? See? She, she had said earlier, and this is the power of the cross, Matt. She said earlier she wanted to be there when her baby was born. That's why they didn't want to go through, like, adoption, right? Oh, okay. When her baby was born. Now she can die. And she was there for the birth of her baby, so I guess she can adopt it. It doesn't really uh, make any... All right. Start an orphanage? <laughs> so... Child labor? Oh, sorry, what? So the, the Marine is heroically pulling everyone out. He gets the little girl out... He gets the crabby old lady out. It doesn't uh, matter how many people you save, man. Sam's still dead. <laughs> but, still your fault. But the $6 million man tries to wave the hero Marine away. No can do, man. He says, oh. "He says, <laughs> your job's done here, son. Well, job's why? Done, son. He's like hanging in the smash back window with his hand reached out. Yeah. Why? My, my legs, my legs broke. <laughs> like, well, I'm not grabbing your leg, dipshit. <laughs> And he goes, oh, okay. And then he pulls oh, it out. Oh, that's right. But it's going to hurt. Ow. <laughs> it will just, hurt. Just leave me in the car. I think I broke one of my little toes. Your job's here. It is done. <laughs> it's done, son. I'm going to heroically pilot this car into the icy water. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so back at the hospital, uh, we've got Coughing Joe, right, who wants to hang on until <laughs> little girl Lily uh, comes around, but he doesn't make it. He dies. Oops. I thought, you know, the whole time he was just faking it with that phony cough, but... Right, because you know, he's he a child was, molester. He was really sick. So. <laughs> just to get his compassionate release, but no. He goes into a flat line, Matt. There's lots of beeps and shit, so... I would have bought his acting as a fake cough, but now I find it implausible that it's supposed to be a real cough. <laughs> he's, uh... He's a really good dead actor, though. <laughs> he's he, like... He sells it. He's like, I'm coming, Margaret! <laughs> <laughs> so the nurse declares him dead. Uh, then the doctor comes in, does not examine the patient at all. Doesn't nope. listen for heartbeat, doesn't watch for uh, chest doesn't rising and falling. Does he stay, like, across the room? Yeah. Just he just looks at him. <laughs> yep, dead. He's just like, okay, I'll sign the death certificate. I could spot a dead guy just like that. So, Matt, there's a difference that, you know, to declare him dead, you don't have to do the paperwork right there. 
no rush. He's filling right. out the death certificate. I've never like, oh, you're dead. Okay, where's my death certificate? <laughs> I'm going to fill that out right now before I go home. Uh, but yeah, no, he signs it, you know, signs a death certificate and uh, just leaves. <laughs> There's Mira Sorvino, who's in the room, crying her eyes out. He's just like, yep, he's dead, signs and takes off. So it's the nurse, it's a compassionate nurse who says, you know, is there anything I can do for you? And uh, that part's probably true. The, the doctors are typically assholes, but the yeah, nurses yeah. are nice. That's They're nice. Cool. They take care of patients. But wait, Matt. There's more? The, I thought they just roll the credits, but nope. The heartbeat starts again. What? No. It yeah. Didn't, no. Joe wakes up. No. Takes a deep breath. No. And he's like, oh. No. I feel great. <laughs> no. No. How do you feel? I'm a full panel. CBC blood cultures. The works. I want an accurate identification of what this infection is. Yes, doctor. Doc, you're not going to find anything. It's a miracle. It is. There's no such thing as miracles. Do you have a better theory, doctor? Not yet. For though they have eyes, they will not see. For though they have ears, they will not hear. Whatever this is, the answer isn't in the Bible. Okay, Doc. But the man whose death certificate you just signed is sitting right here, talking to you. And you don't want to believe in miracles. No, I need those panels that I asked for. <laughs> Oh, my God, Matt. At this point, I'm ready to just vomit <laughs> out of every pore of my body. You have a better theory, Doctor. <laughs> well, because maybe if I got the panels back. As always, if you don't have an explanation, it has to be a miracle. <laughs> Magic. Oh, my God. Oh. Magic is always the best explanation. Hey, you can't level- explain something. <laughs> Therefore, I draw from my lack of explanation, a miracle occurred. It's immediate, too. It's like, don't even bother. bother. He's so sure. Don't even bother running the test. The cancer's gone. I can tell. At least let him run all the labs. Which which labs did he want? Like, all of them again? Now, Matt, uh, you know, here's an explanation. And this is what really would have happened. The doctor would have gone, you declared him dead, you idiot. (laughs) You made a mistake, nurse. It's your fault. That's what would have happened. Uh, nurses take the blame. Perhaps the doctor should have examined him before he declared him dead. Right. He's not only back alive, he's fucking totally cured. Which, by the way, is bad news for his compassionate release from prison. <laughs> I got bad news for you. You're going well, you're back fine. to prison. You're cured. The tests show there's no trace of cancer. Back to prison, asshole. And you know what they do to child molesters. <laughs> Thanks, Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, God has a plan for him. Yeah. Oh, he's got a plan, all right. He's going to get shivved. (laughs) They do child molesters. You know, even rapists and murderers in prison, everybody is against child molesters. No one likes right. No one likes a child molester. Nope. Uh, Now that our Marine has redeemed himself, Matt, he goes back to his suicidal girlfriend, and they grab a cup of coffee together. So that worked out all right. Oh, great. Because Sam's back alive, and... uh, yeah. He's good. He's, he's good. home with his family who don't blame blame that guy for his death anymore. <laughs> he's back smiling like an idiot. 
meanwhile, He's our artistic. Come on. Our not very Christian nurse goes to the hospital chapel and prays, and then she apologizes to her husband because, you know, she witnessed a real life miracle. Oh yeah, suddenly, you know, that's all it takes. That's I'm converted. All it takes. Yeah, I'm converted. Because you know, he came back because he was Christian. Uh, you know, right. no one no Christian dies. They all fucking come back. They die a little bit, but then they come back. His cough is gone too. Yeah, he's no longer coughing infrequently. Oh my god. So clearly the the moral of the story is the woman is always wrong and her uh, husband's always right, so convert to Christianity. Yes. Yeah, every every wife in this movie complained about something yep. and then was wrong and her husband had to bear the brunt of it till he's yeah. finally proven right as usual. They have infinite patience with their yeah. uh wandering, uh crabby and uh just plain temptation inducing women. Yes. Uh Lily comes to the hospital, so she makes it, uh finds Joe's not no longer coughing Joe. Resurrected Joe. <laughs> Bionic Man gets his leg put in a cast because he was nearly dead. You know, he waved him off. Right. Here is cast fixed. Uh, we notice the attorney starting uh, to read scriptures on her phone and she dumps the Dr. Hobbit. That was kind of the saddest thing in the movie. Oh, yeah, I know. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, We're such a cute couple. And you can convert to Christianity the way you have to dump the doctor. <laughs> Finally, we end with this narration from Pastor Matt. I'm not sure any of us ever gets to see the whole picture. The God's eye view, so to speak. It's like we're little children, sitting on the floor, gazing up at the backside of a tapestry that's being woven. To our eyes, sometimes looks ugly. Often. Often Depends on how hairy the backside is. The colors are a jumble and none of it makes much sense. Hey, Joe. How's the leg? Yeah, it gets me out of raking leaves. <laughs> I want to thank you for taking them in. Well, we're blessed to have them. We're one big family now. See, Mommy? God really does love us. He does, baby. He really does. Did you hear the subtext in Mira Subino's voice? I'm going to kill my agent. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. God, this piece of shit's over. Where's my paycheck? I go now. I'll even make another movie with Woody Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, the narration is not over yet. Oh, my God. It kind of weaves in and out of these stupid little scenes. Yeah. So uh, he's not done talking yet. No more sad p- piano music, you notice? Now it's all like uplifting, you know, inspirational tunes that you get off some sort of s- free server, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like the opposite of raining, too. Yeah. Oh, it's sunny? Or Who not knows? Raining. It's nighttime. Oh. But I can tell you, once that guy was resurrected, it just stopped raining altogether. Oh, sweet. But one day, we'll no longer be sitting on the floor. We'll come around to the other side. And the genius of God's handiwork will become clear. At the center of it all, we'll see the cross. You're the one that calls himself criminal. I was. I was. Now I just spell it with a C. <laughs> it's a soft C. <laughs> Makes it less menacing, but still describes my 
overall <laughs> outlook on life. Uh, I don't know why he converted. He just got hit by a car or something. Right. Shot why, and... When did he get all? There's no ex. Just like, ah, I'm running for my life. A car hit me. Ah, I've been oh, shot. Did we mention that his brother died? Yeah, got got shot and died. Oh, that's that might be it. Maybe that's why. I guess having your brother die just converts you to Christianity. It's it's pretty traumatic. Uh, yeah, God's genius handiwork, right? Like uh, unnecessarily murdering the mother of a child. Yeah. So that someone else can get a kid. I mean, why didn't you adopt in the fucking first place? No. No. No, that's. Couldn't you have just found like a surrogate mother and then been there for the birth? Uh, no. You, you got options. That's no, too. No. That's too sciency, I guess. No options. It's not a. God likes to make statements, Chuck. Okay. Those things. Those aren't good statements. He likes to. He likes to splash things around. Do broad, giant, non-subtle brushstrokes of (laughs) death and (laughs) resurrection. (laughs) And still, we still don't get it. And he's like, "What do I have to do? Ugh, kill another mother?" Resurrects the fucking like felon who was right. compassionate relief from prison, but uh, this innocent mother of a child bleeds to death in the back of a car purely so that she can give her kid away to this I don't know sad woman who thinks her entire life is defined by children of <laughs> raising a child. Wait, who do takes? Is it the pastor and her wife? Yeah. His wife? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Remember, she can't have children. Oh, that's right. She's defective. So do you see do you see how subtly all these threads weave together? Ah. She can't have a child, and so God weaves a thread of murder of the mother <laughs> into, so she can have a child. And then the uh, Colonel Steve Austin and uh, uh, Sybil Shepherd uh, are sad that their... Did, did their daughter die? Yeah, she's like hit by a drunk driver or something. And so... Uh, but, I, but I think... Their arc is really, he needed someone to rake his leaves for him. Oh, that's right. Because he can't rake leaves anymore. Because his leg. <laughs> his leg's broke. But now Mira Savino will be there. I imagine from now until the end of time, when someone comes to ask him to do something, he's like, no, son, your job's done here. Your job's done here. Uh, just let me die. <laughs> uh, dinner's on. Oh, your job's done. Now. Uh, so, Matt, we come to the final uh, bit of narration. It, it oh. still isn't over. Thank you. The gods. But in that immense tapestry, we'll also see the single, unique thread, the only one of its kind and color, that our own life has added to the piece. The one thread without which the whole thing would somehow be incomplete. Personally, I can't wait to see his masterpiece. Really? Then why didn't you just take the bullet? <laughs> take it. I mean, really? Shoot me. Yeah. I want to see Jesus. I want to see the tapestry, the masterpiece. You know, what the you... fuck? You know, they're building up with that that one single unique thread of your life that... And I thought, you know, he pauses. I thought maybe he'd say, like, without which the entire tapestry would fall apart. But That's what I was waiting for. Instead, he was like, without which it would just be slightly different. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's that's much better because my initial complaint was going to be, you can lose a few threads out of a tapestry, <laughs> and you can still figure out what it looks like. Not out of God's tapestry, Matt. Oh, my own unique thread is in there in the corner, masturbating or something. Without which, 
the tapestry would somehow not just kind of sort yeah. of look a little different. It would, it would, they're all masturbating, every one of those threads. Yeah. yeah, all around the same corner. This whole movie was just some sort of like self-masturbatory cryptic fantasy. Christian just... masturbation session. Oh, uh, God. It like, was. They're trying to say, this is how life works all the time, you know? So, yeah. Some dude uh, has a stupid, one of the dumbest sermons I've ever heard, and uh, the cross, you know, they take it to heart, and the cross brings them all together and weaves their lives together. And, you know, if you just see one of those threads, then you wouldn't understand uh, but you got to see them all, and uh, people routinely get resurrected uh, in hospital settings, and doctors can't explain things, uh, so therefore Jesus. You know, I, the only good thing I can see coming out of this is that if it, if it moves someone to help people with mental illness or are suicidal or single mothers... To dump or, their girlfriends. Or to help them, although I have this feeling they'll just be mercilessly, like like preaching to them the whole time too (laughs) i mean the message really is if you're a single mother who's pregnant you're probably better off dead and giving your kid off to someone else oh yeah give it to someone who deserves it you know the message is people who've had tragedies occur in their life are irretrievably broken unless they somehow find christianity because the cross made him jump on top of the car i guess and uh I mean, did he even convert to Christianity afterwards? That didn't make any sense. He was not already to do with Christianity. He, he just happened hard. to be carrying the cross that his sister gave him. Yeah, yeah. She took it. He, she said, "Take it." That's when he left the house. That's yeah. all he took with him. And he's like, "No he money, felt like shit." So he's but like, I'll, "I guess I'll carry this cross around with me." Thanks. Yeah, that'll help. He just needed to be stopped from killing himself because if he did that, according to Catholic doctrine, anyway, right? You can't get into heaven if you commit suicide. No, because you're taking the power of the Lord in your own hands. Uh, what about just regular old Christians? Not really sure. That's probably the same. It's probably the same, yeah. So, thank uh, God he jumped on that car. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I guess I'm asking the movie to make sense, and at no point really did it <laughs> rise to that level at all. No. I, I can't wait for the next the next one. This movie has not done as well as um, God's Not Dead. Um, this movie... What was the gross? Well, God's Not Dead was like $2 million, and then it made like $60 million. This movie, it grossed uh, $13 million, which is still... Still, what was their budget? Oh, God, they made $4 million from DVD sales, too. Son of a bitch. Guess they never released the budget. Oh, they didn't want us to know how much, if they made a profit or not. Yeah. All right. So it made $13 million. Hopefully, it uh, costs $60 million to make. With all that special effects, Matt, I'm probably not far off. The rain by itself, impressive. And then uh, actually bringing someone back from the dead, that must have cost a lot. Yeah, that, that probably what's your What's your review, Matt, uh, from zero to four stars? What do you think? Zero to four stars. I'm assuming four stars is good. Four stars is Citizen Kane. Zero stars is... God's not dead. <laughs> this one would be a black hole sucking more stars into it. Yes. <laughs> sucking yes. other stars of movies into yes. it. We're, we're into uh, <laughs> we're in a negative star territory. Oh, it really, it, it's just, oh, God. Oh. Yeah, I just, I, you know, 
you could if you have a couple moments where you spell things out for people in a very heavy-handed way, like okay, but when the whole movie is that way, uh, when it starts out that way and keeps getting worse and worse and worse and worse and more obvious and more uh, in your face, yeah, yeah, it's not just the subject matter; it's just a terrible, terrible movie. Just get some. I can't imagine the atheist equivalent of something like this. I'm trying to think of some horrible movie uh, that's terrible like this, but but isn't like trying to pound some message into you. I can't. We we should have. We're gonna we're gonna have to contact Noah Miller, get him to release a statement. We can read on air or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. What's next? What's next for the next movie review? Sometime in the future. Yeah.